Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> one and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Yeah, man. Got one. Hey, you know, um, I, I thought I think of my life in terms of blessings, you know. I, I take mostly a positive approach and a positive spin to my life. I hardly ever dwell on, uh, you know, the what's well I can't say that I don't think about the what's wrong in it because I have to because I have to address problems as they arise but I try not to let them consume me I let the consumption part be about the blessings the positive things that uh, has occurred in my life the good things that God has done for me the the power that he's uh, displayed in my life the protection he's given me over the years to being tucked under his wings I focus on the things that he promises me. I think of uh, all the goodness that I perceive to come my way. I, I think that has a lot to do with me learning more and more about the law of attraction in terms of, you know, what you think and what you put out in the space and what you pray about is what you receive, you know. And so I've become better and better at that. It's not to say that I'm I'm not human and I don't have moments where I I think a little bit too long about what's going wrong and what enemy is, is about to attack and what they're going to do and say and, and all of this here. So that's not to say that I'm not concerned about it, but I try to dwell mostly on the positive. And um, one of the things that I learned, you can have an incredible life. All of us, we can have incredible lives if we just let God drive. See, the, the problem that I had years ago 
was I was the driver of my life and I was taking myself in the directions that I thought would be best for me. And I aimed at things that I thought I could accomplish. And I set goals that I saw myself being able to attain. I was driving. When I gave up and I let God drive, I then opened up my mind and my spirit to what God had for me, for what God could see for me, for what God could do in my life, for what God wanted for me. Now, he wanted for me and he wanted of me. See, that's the connection that you got to try to make. Well, not try. That's the connection that you got to make to really get it. Now, listen to me. What I don't want you to do is do like me. Don't be afraid of the what for, of the what he wants you to do part. See, because that ain't going to be nearly as demanding and and as offsetting as you think it's going to be. See, I thought that if I did God's will, that if I let God tell me what to do, that it would cause me to not to be able to do a certain some things I wanted to do. Well, which is true, but the stuff I wanted to do was all detrimental to my well-being and my future and my and my growth and development as a man. I was stopping my own growth as a man because, see, I was doing what I thought I should do as a man. But when you give it over to God, see, God has a much better plan for you than you can ever have for yourself. And God knows a better way, far better than the one you know. I, I want you to believe that, man. You got to understand that part of it. And, and that's the part that I finally got through my head to let God do it his way and to show me a better way and to teach me a better way and expose to me a better way. And when I opened up my mind to what God was talking about, I began to see things totally differently and things started coming to me totally differently. If you've been a friend of mine or a fan of mine over the years, I mean, you've had to see it, the change. You've had to see the difference. I mean, and I and I acknowledge that every chance I get because I promised God I would. And I hope that I'm not falling short in that category. But then again, if I told it all day long what he done for me, I still wouldn't have enough time to really explain thoroughly what he's done for me because it's such a continuous growth in me. But now, that's not to say that I'm finished or I'm done or I'm complete because I'm still short. You can't be him. You can strive for perfection. I hear people saying it all the time. I applaud you for saying you want to be perfect, but you ain't. And you can't. So you quit saying it. You quit saying it to me. Quit saying it to other people. I'm seeking a life of perfection. But it's something that you cannot have because he said you can't do it. But that's what he there for. He there for the moments when you stumble and you fall. And you're going to stumble and fall. So you got to get that part right, man. The stumbling and falling part is coming. But see, you get God in your life and it helps you so that you don't stumble, fall, wallow, roll over, lay there, languish. That's what God is for. So when you stumble and fall, you get back up because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to come under attack. You're going to be lied about. You are going to be falsely accused. That's going to happen to you the moment you make a decision to do better. The moment you try to be more, the devil got to send his attackers, man, and he controls certain people. He just got people that's on his side 24-7. You know them, too. You've all met one or two of them in your life. 
They just busy with the business of nothingness. They just busy about the, about the destruction of others. You said, I know them. You know them. They coming. But here's what you got to hold fast to. They can't take away nothing from you that God gave you. They didn't make you. See, people who claim to have made you, if they so in the make you business, why don't they make they self? Or if they ain't with you no more and they so busy in them, I made you business, why don't they make somebody else? Since, since, since you want to get credit for making somebody, make yourself. If you're responsible for someone else's success, then you should easily be able to take claim and be responsible for your own success. See, be careful of that. And don't, and, and don't, don't change your course because somebody is attacking you with that. I just hope, man, that I'm giving it to God the way I said I would give it to him, that I would unload every chance I got that I was supposed to without being, you know, oh, here he come again. You know, I try not to be that. But, man, I don't know what else to be for the first 12 minutes of my show. What else you want me to say? I got four hours. I can't give God 12, 12 minutes, man. I mean, for real, Steve? Come on, man. I mean, let's look at this right here. If you give an honor to God just 12 minutes out the day, dog, he gave you 24 hours of luxury and life and breath and hope and promise. You ain't got 12 minutes to give him out the day? That don't make no sense. What an exchange. What a wonderful life God has given me in exchange for so small of effort that I put forth. Don't let the effort you got to put forth to God seem so daunting that you don't attempt to do it. Cause man, it seems like a lot. It ain't nothing compared to what he be giving us for real. So if you want a real life, you want a real shot at what you can be, what you can have, what you can own, what you can become, who you really are. Go to God. Let him fix you, man. That's all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. The arrival is here this morning. We are here for the beginning of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Wonderful, darling. Absolutely. Call off around. <laughs> Good morning, darling. How are you, sir? Leah Luminous one, the one that they call Junior Kill Spates. Great day, sir. Oh, ye king of pranks. And after Tommy. Hear ye, hear ye, I am here, Duke. I am here. Morning, everyone. I am Duke Earl of Ottingham. <laughs> Wonderful to join you in time for all of this. Well, anything I can comment on for you this morning, Shelley, Scarlett, anybody? Junior. Oh, yeah. Questions, are comments. For, are you ready for the election? Are you ready? Absolutely. Mm. I'm wonderfully 100% behind the election. I'm not allowed to vote because I live in London. But if I could vote, I'd vote for Biden. Biden. Thank you. Yes. Right. We Why feel badly for you. Four years of lying and calling everything fake news. My God, some of this is true. (laughs) (laughs) The hell do you think these people are being paid for? It's called fact checking. (laughs) You told, according to fact checkers, 75 million lies. Tell him, Duke. Tell him, yeah. Duke. So, of course, anything else? Any wondering about it? You know anything? what? I read something about the Queen, uh, Earl. 
she does not eat hamburgers with a bun. She just picks up the burger itself. She's a pure, pure meat eater. <laughs> Never with a bond gets in the way. She has very small lips. If she gets, if she tries to eat with a hamburger bun, she'll smother herself. Oh, I thought it was, on a low carb. The bun bites down and it covers her mouth and it's like having lips. She's unable to eat anything bigger than bologna slices. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know what else I heard too? What she did you hear about it? She doesn't eat pizza. That Who don't eat pizza? Absolutely. The queen doesn't. Peasant. Oh, <laughs> she called me a peasant. Damn it. She's rich. She's never had pizza. You're not allowed to deliver anything to the palace anyway. She has a shelf so no one's been able to deliver anything to the palace. Where would she get a pizza from? <laughs> Think they about can it. make it. They have chefs. Italy. Italy. Make pizza. Italy. This is London. (laughs) (laughs) Crumpets. We have crumpets and tea. Never would allow anyone to make a pizza in here. Wow. The only one that's allowed to cook is me because I'm black. (laughs) (laughs) I gave her chitlins once. She was sick for four weeks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, the Black Duke of Earl. Coming up next, we'll, so ask the, we'll, we'll ask the CLO at 32 <laughs> minutes after the hour. Continue the with the music, David. Why did you stop? The CLO, <laughs> the Chief Love Officer, right after this. Damn it, David, music. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, the CLO, Steve Harvey, in the building. Are you ready, sir? All day. <laughs> This one is from Jacqueline in Memphis. Jacqueline says, I'm 38 years old and I'm married to an older man that loves foreplay and long, drawn-out intimacy. After six years of that, I would love to have a hot and steamy quickie in the kitchen or wherever we are when the mood hits us. His formal way of lovemaking is boring, and I doze off sometimes during sex. I want some some spontaneity. So I've considered having an affair with my ex just for a little tune-up once a month. Is this a sign that I'm getting bored with my marriage, or is it just the boring sex? Mm. No, it's both. It's boring sex, a sign that you're bored with your marriage, and a sign that you're headed to divorce court. It's also a sign that, you know, it's, I, it, it's a lot of stuff wrong here, lady. But come on now. Is it a sign that you're bored with your sex life? Yeah. Uh-huh. You go. You went to sleep. <laughs> I probably ain't been at my best sometimes over the years, 63 years. I'm pretty sure some days I wasn't at my level best. But your ass ain't finna go to sleep, though. That ain't what you gonna do. What, just because you yell? Ain't no way in hell you gonna, hello. Because I'm yelling. That's right. Something gonna happen. (laughs) I'm hollering something. You gonna bump your head up against that board, something. Still at it, huh? <laughs> no. You're not going to sleep, dog. I don't know what he doing where your ass can go to sleep. To sleep? You know. <laughs> I mean, to sleep? Wow. But what about having sex with her ex for a little tune-up once a month? Okay, she oh. already, she already, her yeah. mind already gone. Mm. She already, it's yeah. over. Right. Yeah, this is, it's yeah, over. This is dangerous right here. It's over. It's but what makes you think your ex wants you, though? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh. 
Uh oh. Might not be what you think. I'm just saying. (laughs) We're moving on. Delia in Durham, North Carolina says, I've been in an on-again, off-again type of relationship with my daughter's father for three years. He cheated on me after my daughter was born and ended up marrying the lady he cheated with. Whenever he comes to see our child, we have sex, and I let his wife know. One day she decided to come over to talk to me, and one thing led to another, and we had sex. Mm. What? She's friendly? (laughs) Now... <laughs> yeah, now we enjoy each other's company without our man in the picture, and he is upset about it. I plan to keep seeing her until I find a good man to settle down with. Am I wrong for messing with his wife? <laughs> what? Uh, Delia? Baby? Delia? Um, what's, what's happening? <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the deal? Junior said uh, she's friendly. I mean, you know, when you called... Uh, you're in an on-again, off-again relationship, and when you go over your man's house, uh, when your man come over your house to see y'all's baby, y'all have sex, and you call his wife to tell him, well, well, you told the wrong one this time, because she came over there and said, oh, that's what we doing? Oh, we having sex? Everybody? We cheating? Oh, that's what we doing? Well, how about some of this here? And then guess what you said? Wait, well, how about some of that thing? <laughs> Wait, one more time, that whole scenario. So right this is what happened right here. So oh, you on. call, your oh. man come over to the house, the, the daddy and your child. Yeah. And every time he come over, you and on again, off again, y'all have sex. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So then uh-huh. you call his wife to uh-huh. tell him that y'all having sex. So then uh, she come over to say, oh, okay. Oh, this is what we doing this here? Oh, you want some of this here? And then you say, I'll try some of that there. And next thing you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And y'all just all just rat-a-tat-tat. Come on, see Now everybody up in here doing some of this and that. Now when your husband find out that y'all doing that, he want to know what happened to this. Whoa. But now, ain't nothing happened to this. It's just we over here now, we doing that. Uh-huh. Now he mad. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But see, he the one over there doing all that. Uh-huh. So then, Delia said, well, we going to do all this. <laughs> now, Delia do everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> Obviously. I'd be scared to babysit at her house. Because <laughs> right. you get some, too. <laughs> Slow you can't, down, you can't postmate, can't drop nothing off. Oh, you dropping stuff off? <laughs> I like stuff getting dropped off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh you want to do some of this? Oh, I'll do some of that. Well, let's go and do this in. What about Amazon? Amazon <laughs> Prime come up to the door. Oh, you deliver stuff. <laughs> you want to deliver some of this? i deliver some of that. Ooh, you want some down, of this? You want girl. some of that? Now, let's go mm-hmm. on down here. All right, uh, quickly, let's get to Calvin in Seattle. He says he's a 47 Somebody, Somebody pull up in the front and had a little girl go up on the porch with some girl cookies. Who that brought you over this house, little girl? My daddy? <laughs> Tell your daddy, come on over here and sell these cookies to me. <laughs> you want me to buy some of them cookies? Oh, you want to buy some of these cookies? Woo! Oh, we, oh, we selling cookies? Uh-huh. I got cookies. 
What flavor? I, I got, we got all flavors. I try anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so she, she wants to know, uh-huh. is she wrong for messing with his wife, Steve? That is her question. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, you're wrong She's for not? everything. <laughs> oh, she did. She's wrong, wrong for everything. All of the above. Uh-huh. You're you wrong uh-huh. for messing with her husband, mm-hmm. which got you introduced to the wife. That's right. You're just a little tricky little something, ain't you? Yeah. She's busy. All right. <laughs> All right now. All right. Thank you, CLO. Uh, coming up next, the nephew is ain't running you that back. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. But right now, the nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Love, etc. Okay. Love, etc. That's easy. I never knew it. I never knew it. Where you almost got stomped. Love. Love. <laughs> yeah, this is the prank where it almost went down. Go ahead. It almost happened, dog. Yeah. All right, here it is. Love, etc. Come on, cat dog. Let's get it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Kaylin. Kaylin. Uh, no, she's not here right now. Who, who's speaking? Uh, this is Dr. Elbert. Listen, I was giving a call. Are you able to leave a message for her for me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, would you let her know her sessions will be on Wednesdays at 7.30? Sessions? What, what session are you talking about? Sessions? Well, actually, she signed up for a class, uh, an eight-week class, and it's every Wednesday night at 7.30, okay? Uh, what, uh, what, what classes are you talking about? What kind of class? This is Love, Etc. Have you heard of us? No. Okay, well, let me kind of give you a little briefing here. Kaylin actually came in and filled out to take some classes, and um, we're Love, Etc., so we teach different things. Um, what is it, like a, a seminar or something? Well, you, we, we teach foreplay, uh, intimacy, uh, sensual massages, and things like that. And she, I was actually here when she came and filled out the paperwork. She said she wanted to spruce up um, her love life with her husband. I'm, are, you, are you her husband? Yeah, yeah, I'm her, I'm her husband, but uh, what I'm saying is, is this like a like a joint thing? Am I supposed to be there or something? No, 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 no. This is actually her wanting to actually... I, I'm a, uh, if, if you don't know about it, I'm assuming she wants to surprise you and show you some different things when, when she uh, finishes her, her sessions. So when did, uh, when, when did she come in? Like, she came in. Where, where are y'all located, first of all? Okay, well, she actually came in a couple weeks ago, and she filled out the paperwork. We're in the downtown area. She filled it out. She said she was very excited. She wanted to do some different things for her husband. We just asked if she gets here a little earlier, probably 15 minutes earlier, so she can shower and put a robe on, and then we can we can start class. Whoa, 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 whoa! Shower, shower, and robes. What's that? What's that for? I mean, you're not you're not upset about this, are you? No, nah, I mean I don't got no problem with you know us. We mean we you know. I mean we married couple. You know what I mean? So you know anything to spice up, spice up the marriage, but. You know, as far as me not being involved and her going out there by herself, and you talking about taking a bath and a robe and all this other stuff, man, she don't need to be there for no for no mess like that, man. Well, no, no, sir, it's nothing like that. I mean, it's 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 basically a class where people get in touch with their with their sensitive side, and you get to actually, you know, you learn about foreplay, what what takes yeah, you to the next level. Yeah, but you're talking about eight weeks, though. Eight weeks. Well, you don't it, need it, eight it, weeks but, for but, nothing but, like sir, that. Sir, like, you, must under, even, you must understand. Like, how, even, how y'all even eight weeks? Now How listen to me, sir. It's only one night a week. It's only on Wednesday. So really, you only have eight sessions. Eight sessions. Exactly. Okay, so why, why does she have to have a robe, though? I mean, why is she, not, why is she just not showing up at the work or whatever? 
Well, you have to bring your robe, sir. Everyone showers, and then they put their robe on, and, and we, we actually coach them through, here's how foreplay goes, here's the intimacy, here's sensual massaging. No, 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 fam. You, you get, you're getting it twisted. What I'm asking you is, you, 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 you're really not explaining yourself enough. Like, what do y'all do? Like, I understand okay, a class. Let's, like a classroom said, if I'm in the class, I'm taking a class. There's nobody touching me. Ain't no, ain't no cold coming off. Ain't nobody taking no group showers. Carrying on. What you got? You sound like y'all having a over. What's going on? No, no, nothing, nothing like that at all. But we do come in contact with our sensual side. Now, she will have a partner in class. She'll deal with that one partner. It's not until the fourth session that we really get into some strong physical what contact. Man, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're talking about a partner, like you're talking about another woman, like some of our teammate or something? What you talking about? You talking about another dude? Everyone has opposite sex partners. Man, you got to be out your mind. Sir. I don't even believe you call. Why are you even, why are you even calling me with this right here? Sir, you have to understand. I'm, I, I wasn't calling you. I was trying to reach Miss Kaylin. I don't, I don't care who you trying to reach, man. You calling my house, talking about my wife on some robe and some partners, and it don't get physical to the fourth session of Karen. There ain't going to be no physical at all. Sir, basically your wife is trying to surprise you with a good thing. No, 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 no. Hold on. You sir, just hold on. Sir, I'm going to get this straightened out real quick. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What, are you, what are you doing? I, I'm going to call my wife. That's what I'm about to do. Okay, but well, you don't understand. She's trying to – it's not good for you to call. She wants to surprise you. It's my wife. You let me handle my wife the way I want to handle it. You hold on. Just hold sir, on. This group, you call me back when you get this message. Call me back at the house as soon as you get this message. Sir. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Sir, she wants to surprise you. Well, we got surprised already, all right? Because first of all, she ain't going to be coming down to y'all little sessions. I, and uh, where, you, where do y'all say y'all do located at again? Well, Love, et cetera, is in the downtown area. How much this thing supposed to cost anyway? Well, like I said, she signed up for eight sessions. It's, it's uh, one session per week. It's $100 each session. She's already paid the $800, sir. She already paid what? She's paid in full to do all eight sessions. Man, I know well she ain't paid no $800 to y'all. She's starting this coming Wednesday. She won't be there, I'm going to tell you that right now. And, I, and if, you, if you got any of that money, if you got any of my money down there, you best be coming back with it. I'm sir, say, I'm sorry. Y'all downtown, y'all downtown? I work downtown, so guess what? I will be there tomorrow to get my money. Love, et cetera, is non-refundable. When people sign up for these classes, you can't change your mind like that. Look, man, that's paperwork. Don't don't tell me about what's not refundable, what's refundable, what's not refundable. If I show up, I'm gonna have my money back right in my hand. Mr. Would it make you? Would you feel a little bit more comfortable if I was her partner during the sessions? Are you married, sir? Yes, I am. You are okay. So let me have a session with your wife. How about I do a, a year with your wife? How about, how about my wife? That? My wife works with other men in the sessions. That, that's, that's fine. That's fine. So I'm gonna go ahead and knock your wife down for about a good, you know, year or whatever, and then we're gonna see how you like it. How about sir, that? sir, I'm not gonna go back and forth. No, we ain't going back and forth. I'm gonna come down there, come get my money okay. back, and I'm gonna go on forward with my, with my business. And then don't call this house no more. Don't worry about my wife taking name off the little. Ledger or whatever, ain't gonna be no classes, player. None. I, we're non-refundable. I keep telling you that. Man, who the f you think you raising your voice at? Sir, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. I keep telling you we're non-refundable. Don't, don't tell me it's non-refundable. Did she go to any sessions yet? No, she has not. You ain't use a service yet, right? She ain't use a service yet, right? But we've already partnered her up. We already have a partner for her. You can't know about that partner. Let the partner use your wife. How about that? Hey, sir, quit bringing my wife into you this. You bring my wife into it, I'm going to bring your wife into it. Maybe the problem is you. Maybe you're not doing what you need to be doing at all. Who the think you talking to? I'm coming down there tomorrow to come get my money. You better have my money. It's going to be your Please believe it. What am I supposed to tell her? I don't care nothing about it. 
Part of your party for real enough, he gonna get his kicked too. Do you know who her partner is? Her partner is, but I'm the only partner she got. We partnered her up with nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, y'all, y'all play, y'all play too much, man. That's funny, man. Tommy, Tommy, is this Tommy? Is this Tommy? This nephew Tommy? This is Tommy. Look, somebody gonna you up, man. Y'all play too much. Y'all play entirely too much, man. We got you, dog. Hey, that, that's wrong, man. <laughs> I got to ask you. Come on, Drew. Talk to me. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Man, Steve Harvey Morning is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, nephew. We thank you. That was fun. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in today's entertainment news, Tyler Perry's Assistant Living, the brand-new TV show, will premiere tonight on BET, 9 p.m., 8 Central. Yes, we're so excited. Anthony Brown. Yes, that is our dude. We love Anthony Brown. my dog. Yeah, the other day, of course, we talked to one of the stars of the show, which happens to be J. Anthony Brown, about his role. Take a listen. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. The show's called Assisted Living. The premise of the mm-hmm. show is my wife dies, mm-hmm. leaves me some Vinny, money. You play Vinny, right? You I play, play Vinny. Uh-huh. I play the part of Vinny. My wife dies, leaves me some money to give to my grandson, oh, who's played okay. by Naheem Lynn, uh, David and Tamla Mann are on the show, Courtney yes. Nichols, Tyler Bucks, yeah. and Alex uh, Henderson. Mm-hmm. He passes away. I'm supposed to give the money to my grandson. When he shows up, I bought this old rundown retirement home. <laughs> he blew the money he though. He don't get none of the money. He don't get. Oh, that's cold. You spent your it's, grandson's it's, I money. I spent it all, and to offset my income, I'm growing uh-huh. weed in the backyard. <laughs> 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 you ain't even seen it, and it's funny, right? It's just a little laughter. And we know you. <laughs> it comes on this Wednesday night. Also, uh, I have a fake hook hand. To get more money from disability, and you can see that this hand is not a real hook hand. It's, 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 I love it, <laughs> and it's a lot Vinny of fun. Vinny is your character. Vinny is my uh-huh. character. I'm playing. I play Vinny, Grandpa Vinny, and it's just it was a lot of fun to work with David Mann on this show, and Congratulations, and everybody Jay. else. Yeah. Oh, good. So Vinny getting into it with Mr. Brown. Oh, all constantly. It's nonstop. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm his honesta. That's who I am. <laughs> 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 non-stop. But when you see that hook, you're like, that is not a real thing. <laughs> Who came up with the, with the idea for the So hook? Mr. Uh, Mr. Perry came up with the idea oh, of to do this show. You know, it was just a great concept. And the stuff you can say that he put, he was, Steve, you've been on these shows where they're giving you lines to say, and mm-hmm. Mr. Perry would give you these lines. I'm like, I can say that? Okay. Really? All right. Did you ad lib any? Oh, a lot of ad libbing. A lot of ad libbing. Of think my course. One, one line I did was about uh, Kurt Franklin. I said Kurt Franklin was God Lillis Christian. Uh-huh. And Mr. Perry had never heard me say that before. I said, You're so small, you can wear him around your neck. He said, We're leaving it in. We're leaving it in. <laughs> So come from this Wednesday, y'all check it out on BET. Hey, what's up, baby? Yeah, congratulations, get it, Jay, get it. Check it out, Tyler Perry's Assistant Living Wednesday, September second at nine. Two shows, eight central on BET. We'll yeah. be watching you tonight. 
Steve, that's one of your oldest and dearest friends. Mostly old. <laughs> that's your boy, man. Stop you know that's old. your man. Oh, don't, 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 your don't. This is my dude, man. We've been here yeah. a long time. I, I, I owe my comedy career just about to him. He actually taught me how to do it. Oh, the so first comedy gig I had on the road, I met him. My first week on the road. Wow. I, I'd never driven outside of Cleveland to tell jokes, and it was him. And we stayed together for a whole week, and we got to the end of the week, he brought me up on stage. Oh, that was yes. a great moment for me, man. This dude was ahead, and oh, he taught me, taught me how to be more myself. Mm-hmm. Stop writing jokes for that audience, man. Do you. And that's how I started coming out of my shell. Wow. Wow. That's a great story. That's love. That's love right there. I love it. So congratulations. Again, it's Tyler Perry's Assistant Living tonight on BET, 9 p.m., 8 central. And uh, now let's move on, Steve. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Guys, good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, get this. As promised, President Trump spent part of the day yesterday in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where there have been daily protests ever since police shot an unarmed young black man seven times in the back a little over a week ago. Jacob Blake has been paralyzed, but Trump didn't come to Kenosha to meet with Blake's family or anything. He came to support law enforcement, whom he says the Democrats do not. To stop the political violence, we must also confront the radical ideology that includes this violence. Reckless, far-left politicians continue to push the destructive message that our nation and our law enforcement are oppressive or racist. Well, the Blake family didn't want to see the president anyway. Jacob Blake's uncle, Justin Blake, says it's because of the way Trump talks. That's the language that got us here. That's the language that fed uh, police officers all around this country that they could attack young, unarmed black men and shoot them seven times in the back. And that's why I'm not directing anything towards that gentleman. Instead, the Blake family held a day-long rally. They say they will not leave Kenosha until the cop who shot Jacob Blake is indicted. By the way, the White House is refuting reports suggesting that President Trump may have some health problems. The White House physician, though, says that, quote, Trump has not experienced nor been evaluated for a stroke, a mini-stroke, or acute cardiovascular emergency and is healthy and able to fulfill his duties. Uh, In Ohio, the U.S. Marshals Service says 25 missing and endangered children between the ages of 13 and 18 have been recovered in a 20-day mission called Operation Safety Net. The kids recovered in Cleveland, East Cleveland, Akron, Mansfield, Euclid, and Willoughby, even Miami, according to the agency's press release. Of these cases, they say about a fourth of them are confirmed to have been related to human trafficking or prostitution. And the agency, the U.S. Marshals, completed a similar mission in Georgia last month, located 39 missing children in the state during a two-week mission called Operation Not Forgotten. And shocking news. My name is Paul Rusesabagina. The real-life hero of Hotel Rwanda, Paul Rusesabagina, has been kidnapped. The man, played by actor John Cheadle, who saved the lives of more than 1,000 people in 1994, was living in Belgium, and then he was living in Texas. Rusesabagina's daughter says he left the U.S. last week to travel to Dubai, where she says her father was kidnapped and taken to Rwanda. He was shown to the press handcuffed and charged, they say, in Rwanda with supposed terrorism and arson and kidnapping and murder. Rusesa Beghini's daughter says that the charges are false. She says he's been a target because of his open criticism of the Kigali government in Rwanda. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so yesterday, President Trump was in Kenosha, Wisconsin, 
Uh, we're they still trying to find out though. why. Didn't, didn't nobody want him there? Why <laughs> no. Is he, why no. is you flying places on our tax money and don't nobody want you there? <laughs> Uh, he was there despite local official objections, like we're saying, and he seemed to only care about the damage to the city and st- instead of the police shooting and paralyzation of Jacob Blake. And he said he feels sorry for anyone who has to go through that. Uh, the president also did an interview with Fox News, and he compared, get this, he compared the police shooting to, to golfers who choke. Take a listen. <laughs> They can do 10,000 great acts, which is what they do, and one bad apple, or a choker, you know, a choker, they choke. Uh, shooting the they, guy, they, they, they shooting the guy in the back many times, I mean, couldn't you have done something different? Couldn't you have wrestled? You know, I mean, in the meantime, he might have been going for a weapon, and, you know, there's a whole big thing there. But they choke, just like in a golf tournament. They miss a three-foot... You're not comparing it to golf because, of course, that's what the media... I'm saying people choke. People People panic. People choke. No. What? Listen to me. What? God. It has nothing to do with choking in a golf game. It's for money, a three-foot putt. It's for you're playing on television or you're playing for fun with your guys. How can you compare what? the two? This is that's, not life that's that's or death. That's attempted murder. Life. Yeah. It's right. attempted murder. It's not about choking. It has to do with bad policing. And then he says, you know, and then he says, you know, he could have been going for a weapon or something. There's this whole big thing there. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. But like even you said this, yeah, and I know you didn't mean to say it. Could have shot him in the leg or something. Uh-oh. Wrestled him. Whoa. Wrestled him, shot him in the leg. That's what could have happened. But it didn't happen. And you don't spend enough time talking about the way police are trained. And it's enough of this, it's a few bad apples. There are a few bad apples. There are a lot of great police officers, got it. But it's far more bad ones than I thought. And that's what's starting to be effective here. I'm really believing there's more bad cops than we thought. And for him to just support them and what they do. And the good cops shouldn't have to suffer for the bad ones, but that's what happened to black people. Hmm. See, y'all lump us all together. So go. now every time you stop yep. one, you're stopping a deadly, dangerous criminal. Mm-hmm. When you're just stopping somebody, man, who just, this man wasn't breaking a law. All he did was not stop when you told him to stop. Yeah. That don't deserve getting shot in the back seven times. And then he, he was paralyzed in the hospital and they had him chained to the bed. Because now, that's part of yeah. the story they're trying to correct. So we got to chain him to the bed, treat him like a criminal, a as criminal. we concoct our story to mm-hmm. make him look like we shot a criminal. When actually there's no charges on this man for what? How awful is this? All right. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, get ready for the Steve Harvey Morning Show uh, as we switch gears here at Music Battle. You don't want to miss this one right Uh-oh. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday during Carla's music news segment, uh, she gave us a lowdown on the versus battle between Brandy versus Monica. That mm-hmm. was a huge battle, the biggest one. Ooh. So, Carla, who won? The culture. We won. Great <laughs> answer. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. The culture won. Thank you to both R&B divas. Uh-huh. There it is. Brandy That's and Monica. It. Loved mm-hmm. it. Yes. Bad girl. Oh. All right, right Carla. Great answer. I love that answer. So, uh, right now... <laughs> Right now, uh, not to be outdone, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, we have our own music battle. 
Mm. Okay, so today is Casey Haley of Jodeci's birthday. Oh! Right? And we know how, uh-huh. You mm-hmm. See, you heard it for yeah. yourself. You know how much Junior loves he Jodeci. What? So our up. music, yeah, our music battle today is going to be Junior versus our, our very own resident singer-songwriter, Roscoe Wallace! Oh, yeah! Oh, 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 that's a battle right there, baby. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's up, Roscoe? Hey, what's let's going go. on, everybody? So happy to be back. Coming to just in time for a battle. It was a battle. This one that been waiting on Timberland. Timberland and Real Switch Beat. Wait on call me. <laughs> 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 and now we know the truth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hey, what's up, little Junior? What's happening, Roscoe? My hero. What? My man, I might want to be your hero. I'm going to whoop your ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, Roscoe. I ain't no pushover now. Oh, you ain't, you ain't got me no pushover, but you're going to get your ass knocked over. you going to get your ass knocked over. <laughs> Come on, Junior, quickly. Quickly, quickly. Oh, oh. Forever, forever, forever. He's doing the background, too. Yeah, sing all of it. So you're having my baby. Yeah, and it means so much to me. Shout out to Casey. There's nothing more precious. Come on, boy. Than to raise a family. If there's any doubt in your mind. You can count on me. I'll never let you down. Lady, believe in me. Boom. There you go, Roscoe. Come on, Roscoe. It's on what? you. Don't turn it, Roscoe. But see, what you didn't know is I wrote that too. <laughs> now, you want to know how the song really go? Here it go. Mm-hmm. Now, you had my baby. <laughs> and you won't let me see. When I done told you ain't nothing more precious than to let me raise a family. Oh, but I caught up on the child support. And I paid all the back dues. Now I'm coming through to see my baby. And I ain't got to even check with you. I took your ass to coat. All Come right, on, on. what is you got, little boy? Here go another call. Here, 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 here. Know, right here. It's called Stay. <clears throat> oh, this is I love Sorry, I left you. I left you crying. Uh-huh. Since you've been gone, I've been all alone. Oh, cause all my tears, you know they left me drowning. Please, baby, I'm begging for you to stay at home. Come on, Junior. Tonight, we're going to start our love again. Start our oh. love tonight. Come on, Junior. We're going to be more than hey, just baby. friends. Come on, Pasco. Just okay. leave. <laughs> Go on and get the hell out. Why don't you leave? You knew what this song was about. I want you to leave. Don't take a damn thing with you. Just leave. I told you last week I was going to quit you. So just, just leave. Oh, 
Don't bother wow. to stay. <laughs> wow, wow. That was great. That was a battle. Time. That was but a you battle. can vote, guys. That you can battle, vote Steve Harvey FM on the gram or Facebook and tell us who you think whoa, won whoa, the battle. Go on, go on, go on, who you want to go with. Shoot your best shot. <laughs> Nessie Tony is up next with today's prank oh, phone man. call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's uh, my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my best friend's side piece was in my bed. What? (laughs) My best friend's side piece was in my bed. But right now, the nephew is here. We'll get into that one, but the nephew right now is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Uh, you know what, Shirley, you know, (laughs) you know, I've been doing this for so long now and I just, you know, um, I have a few celebrities that I've pranked before in my life. So uh, this one right here is David Mann. David Mann. I pranked David Mann. You ain't, you ain't never heard it. Uh, here it go. Let's go. Hello. Hey, Miss Sandra. Yes. How you doing? This is Nephew Tom. I'm doing fine. Yes, ma'am. We're going to prank phone call your son, David Mann, today, all right? Okay. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to call David and tell him, hey, them people came over here asking me about paying that bill. And I'm not paying that bill. And that man got smart with me, and I shut the door on him. I told him to call you. Okay. When you get through with him, I'm going to call him back as if I'm that man. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'm fixing to do an uh, add-on there. That's what you call it, an add-on? Okay, do the add-on then. Hold on. All right. Okay, we'll figure that. I'll call you when we get through. All right. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello? <laughs> you did good, though. Okay. All right, he'll call you back in a minute complaining that we done pranked him, all right? Okay. All right, God bless you. Bless you, too. Bye-bye. All right, let's go. Hello? Ever bring me that paperwork on uh, apartment 314? Hello, I'm looking for David, please. This is David. Okay, this is Jim out at Barton Green Apartments. Is your mother yeah. Miss Old? Yes, yes, sir. How can I help you? Okay, we got a problem here. Now, I'm the new general manager here, and I'm just getting this thing brought to me about uh, your mother not paying her water bill or... And we we got to get this matter taken in. As of right now, I've been instructed to actually go in and get your mother and take her completely out of the apartment building. Okay, so well, tell me what the problem is. Get, explain to me what the situation is, sir. The situation right now is no one has paid this water bill whatsoever. She thinks, from my understanding, that she only owes $106, and she owes far more than that. She has not paid a water bill at all. Uh, and, and, and your, how, and your and, mother, and, and I'll be okay. the first one to tell sir, you, your mother sir. was very rude to me and slammed sir. the door in my face. Sir, okay, sir, so let me, yeah, let me, I'm just trying to understand the situation. So the water bill hasn't been paid in how long? From what I'm looking at, it, it's at least four or five months from what it looks like here on the paper. Okay, so it's four or five months behind. Yes, it is. Okay, and so it, how much is it? Uh, I'm going to have to tally all this up and get everything lined up as far as the numbers. As of right now, sir... If no one is paying this bill in the next 30 minutes, I am instructed to put your mother out and pack her things and put her out. And that's not what I want to do. But as rude as she was to me, you know, at this point, I'll, I'll tell you what, David, I don't give a damn. Sir, so I, I just, I'm, I'm just here to try to help make the situation better. So I need you to take a deep breath for me and calm down because I'm, I'm calm. So let's just let, every, you know, I understand, I understand what's going that. on. I would, be, I would be calm, too, 
had your mother not slammed the door in the face and said some things before she shut that door. Other than that, I'd be trying to work as calmly as you're working. That's right. So, so what do we need to do? I, I won't be able to do it within 30 minutes, but I, how much is it? Just find out how much it is. You know, from what my understanding was, it was $109 or something, $106 for at least four months. Is that what the problem no, is? No, What is owed right now, the $106, sir, is one month. How is it? How, how, and I guess my question is, how does the water bill $106 for a one-bedroom apartment with one person, a $106 water bill is kind of high, don't you think? I mean, I don't, I don't have no idea what your mother's doing. Well, I don't know if she, I mean, she unless, runs a lot of water, or I have no idea about unless that Unless she's washing every day and running all the water every day, $106 for one for an apartment is a bit extreme. I mean, wouldn't you say so yourself? That's a bit high, sir. I understand that you have some issues about what the amount of the bill is. That does not get in the, in the middle of the fact of how far behind we are. Okay, That's I'll the problem we have. How here. far behind are we? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to resolve the issue. We are five months behind. Five months behind. So how, how much is the bill for five months? I, I'm, getting, I'm getting her to tally that up as of right now. But let's get back to the issue of someone not being able to get here in 30 minutes. Is there no one that can get here and take care of this bill in 30 let, minutes? Let's, let's figure out how much it is, and we'll, I'll try to get that worked out. <clears throat> so if you can give me kind of a tally on, on what it is. I, if I had to guesstimate, I mean, let's, let's look at the fact that here it is, $106 on one month. You know, let's say it's roughly 100 bucks each month. You know, you're looking at 500 bucks at least. Yes, sir. I, I I have to say a hundred a hundred dollars for it. I, I that's that's extreme. You know the problem that bothers me that you people won't pay your bill. Sir, wait a minute now. I, I need you to relax because I pay my bill. I well, I, if you got a mother over here that's apparently you must be the caretaker of, and you're not taking care of your mother from what it seems like. Okay. What I need you to do is relax and not not be accusatory. That's what I need you to do. I need you to. Well, and I, what I need I, you to do. And stand up, sir, and, and take initiative of whatever your responsibility is. And if you're responsible for your mother, then you should, then you should take care of your mother. You, you know what? We, you're upset right now, and you're not going to get me upset with you because you don't know what's going on. And so well, is it, is it, do you not care about your mother? Because in that case, I can just get off the phone with you. Right now, my job is to get her out of the apartment and pack her things up because the bill is not paid, and she's saying she's not paying it, to take it up with her son. I'm not, I'm, you, what you're trying to do is get me to be where you are. I'm not going to no, go I'm there not, with you. I'm not trying to get you to be where I am. I'm trying to get you to take care of your mother if that's your responsibility. Now, if it's not, I'll Sorry. leave it up to her. You and I going back and forth on the phone, and you, you having the attitude that you have, what, what good is that going to do? What is it going to solve? Are you somebody that sits at home and you need to get your ass up and get a job? What do you need to do to get your mom taken care of so I can get this what? paid and this is not on my desk? I'm not going to be another angry black man with you, sir. I have a lot more sense than that. So what I... What no, I ask, you're, not, you're not an angry black man. You're a lazy black man. That's the problem with you people. With, with you That's people? What, what is you people? Wait, Those wait, that don't want to work, want to sit wait, around, wait, want wait, to get wait, a welfare wait, check every wait, day, wait. when the rest of us out here hustling and busting wait, out... When the who, who's out busting what? I don't understand. Are you illiterate or just dumb? You're the manager of the apartment? You want to know who I am? Yes. I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And your mother and your son, David Mann Jr., got me to prank your behind. David. I, I just saw him record him because I'm about to get him fired. <laughs>
<laughs> What's up, David? You are the first celebrity that has kept his composure, man. Hey, I hate you, man. <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> You got to do this for me. David Mann, Mr. Brown, what is the baddest radio show in the lane? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. I got pranked by nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Am, oh, I Tommy. 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 Am I the truth? Am I the truth? Tommy, Tommy, let me say something. He weighed uh, better than me. Cause my oh, he held it, dog. man. Dog. He my held mama it, was Steve. living and you called me about my mama. <laughs> I'm going to cuss you out so bad. And you're not finna go remove my mama from a blankety blank thing. And boy, let me tell you. Right. Uh, Don't forget what? Tyler Perry's Assistant Living premieres tonight. It premieres tonight. With J. Anthony Brown. 9, 8 Central. It stars J. Anthony Brown and, of course, David Mann. So we mm-hmm. have to watch that. And Brown. Oh, yeah. It's official. <laughs> Tyler Perry is a billionaire. All right. It what? is official. Yes. According to Forbes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. He is an official member of the Three Comma Club. This is according to a brand new Forbes report. So congratulations From to Tyler Perry. From hell to billionaire. Yes. Come on. Yes. Come on. Go. Bad man, boy. Good Lord. Congratulations Jesus. to Tyler Perry. Yeah. All right, uh, coming up next, it is my strawberry letter. The subject, my best friend's side piece was in my bed. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, just a reminder, there are 61 days left until the November 3rd Election Day. Please go right now to get registered at vote.org. That's vote.org. It takes a couple of minutes. That's all. Less than two minutes, actually, to register. And then when you register, you can find your find out your dates as to when you can early vote in your state. And that's what we're pushing this year, early voting, okay? So go to vote.org. And it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Yeah. Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my best friend's side piece was in my bed. Dear Stephen Shirley... My roommate has ruined his relationship and mine. In my late 20s, that's I am in my late 20s, and I've been roommates with my best friend since college. We both have steady girlfriends that are sorority sisters, and we started dating them around the same time. I'm way more serious about my relationship than he is, and I plan to propose to my girl soon. Marriage has not entered his mind, and he still like, acts like he's in college, messing with lots of other women on the side. It's to the point where I can't have my girlfriend spend the night at the house because he might have company over and my girl would tell on him. I've told him to stop bringing the women to our house because he's going to get caught. He thinks he's got it all under control, but he doesn't. Last week, I helped my brother move into his house, and I ended up staying the night at his place after we had a few beers. My roommate called me at 2 a.m., and he was nervous. He told me that his girl popped up at our house and he had one of his side pieces at the house and she was drunk, so he laid her on my bed. His girlfriend suspected he had company, so she stormed in and searched the house. She found the drunk girl on my bed, passed out. 
He told me that his girlfriend assumed the girl was there for me, and she called my girlfriend to tell her I'm cheating on her. His girlfriend told my girlfriend I must have been hiding so she wouldn't see me. I got up and drove straight to my girlfriend's house that night. She said it all makes sense because I conveniently decided to stay at my brother's house. I have no way of making her believe me. My roommate won't help me out, so I'm about to tell his girl the truth. What should I do in this situation? Well, by the title, I gotta say this first. I really thought this letter was going in a, in a little different direction, but I say to you, tell, tell everything, okay? Tell everything. I, I'm with you 100%. Since your roommate won't help you out, tell his girl the truth and tell your girl the truth. Um, I, I hope you have some proof of what you did that day when you say you helped your brother move and everything. You got, you know, a little tipsy off the beers and you stayed. That was good and responsible of you. Um, and, and that would certainly hope, uh, help and give your girlfriend some hope because she's not trying to hear you right now. I just say that um, you got to do this. You got to save your relationship. This is what is most important here. Your boy, your dog, your homie, your friend. Uh, <laughs> he threw you way up under the bus and his girl backed up over your body while you were under there. Because uh, she went and told your girlfriend. So the way I see it, they didn't care about you. The girls believed the lie that the, the that your roomie told. So what? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Everything goes. What they? What do they say? All is love. All is fair in love and war. I think he was saving himself. His girl was trying to save your girl. It's a mess that didn't have to be. Thanks to your so-called player roommate. Um, so you know. It, it, it looks bad for you, unfortunately, because you weren't there. You were at your brother's. And she said um, she thought you were hiding. His girlfriend did. So um, that's why your girlfriend immediately didn't trust what you said. I, I, I think that, you know, guys usually don't tell on each other. But in this instance, you got to do what you got to do. Girlfriends talk all the time. And that's why uh, she so easily believed her friend and not you. Um, it, it's time for him to grow up. You guys need to stop being roommates because this might happen again. Who knows? You're serious with your girl. He's not. And I hope you can prove to your girlfriend where you were again. But if you can't, uh, you're going to have to do a whole, whole lot of begging and pleading and gift buying to get your girlfriend back. In the meantime, if you can move out or if he can move out, move out. I don't think you guys should be roommates anymore. This is trouble waiting to happen. Steve... This letter right here <laughs> didn't even have to be written. Mm -mm. This is a sad, sad case right here. Yeah. But let's just start. I'm in my late 20s. I've been roommates with my best friend since college. You're in your late 20s, and you've been roommates with your best friend since college. Why? Why? Listen to me, man. Everything you did in college, everything, needs to stay right there in college. There's nothing you do in college that you need to carry over into your life after college, including a roommate. You are too old for roommates. It don't make no damn sense. And now you know why. And now you're in a different situation because y'all got both of y'all dating the same, the sisters that's in the same sorority. You serious about your girl, he ain't. He's still acting like he back in college. You want to ask your girl to marry you. Birds of a feather 
flock together. That's going to come back to bite you in this letter. But it also, man, lets you know something. It, bruh, once you get in, you, your single friends that ain't serious in their relationships, when you run with them, it's, it's going to creep over into yours, man. It just done this. Now, you can't even have your girlfriend over because he got <laughs> so many side pieces at the house. Boy, when I come back, I'm going to straighten this whole thing out for you. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, my best friend's side piece was in my bed. (laughs) We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, my best friend's side piece was in my bed. Late 20s with a roommate. Mistake number one. Everything, here's the rule, y'all. Everything that you did in college should have been left in college. None of your college behavior should be carried over after those days are over. It will not last. I know people who've done it. I know people who still doing it. It don't ever work. All right? So, now, you got a serious relationship with your girl. He in a relationship with his girl. Both y'all's girls is in the same sorority. You want to ask your girl to marry marry you. He out there, he, he out there doing what he want to do chicks all over the place to the point where he bringing so many stray babes to the house you can't even bring your girl over for fear that she gonna see one of these side pieces and then tell on him now that you done talked to him about it he told you he got it all under control you go over to your brother's house to help him move you have some beers you spend the night at your brother's house two o'clock in the morning your boy your boy now gives you a call to tell you nervously hey man um uh, one of my side pieces was over here, and my girl was coming. I laid across your bed. Okay, nice move, but, you know, I understand that move. But his girlfriend suspected he had company, so she stormed in and searched the house. Now, she find the drunk girl on your bed passed out. He told me that his girlfriend assumed the girl was there for me. He told me his girlfriend... His girlfriend assumed that the girl was there for you. And you know why? Because your boy laid her on your bed. This don't even add up right now. He already throwing you away, man. Then your girl, his girlfriend jumps on the phone, called your girlfriend, told her about the girl on the bed, and you must be in the house hiding so, so she wouldn't see you. Then you got up and drove straight to your girlfriend's house that night. Now, she said it all makes sense because I conveniently decided to stay at my brother's house. Well, that's kind of stupid because if you was at your brother's house, why would the girl be over there by herself passed out drunk? See, your girl believing her her girl over you, and I have no way of making her believe me. My roommate won't help me out, so I'm about to tell his girl the truth. What should I do in this situation? All right, now, here go the lesson you got to learn. See, first of all, you can't eat this by yourself, and your boy shouldn't expect you to, but he's not really your boy. Hmm. Mm. You have lost your friend because he's not your friend because a real friend wouldn't do this to another friend. So now what you supposed to do? See, the best way to do this is to get your boy on the phone with your girl or y'all all meet at the house have his girl there and sit down and say, this is what really happened. I'm not losing the girl that I love over something you did. And you should explain it to all of them. 
I, I do it, man, because you're finna lose the chick of your dreams over your boy. Now, here's the other lesson that learned. Women, mind your damn business. See, if you stormed your ass in the house to check your man, but you suspected he had a woman in there, what made you stop suspecting that his woman was in there just because you saw her drunk tail on the bed? Ladies, mind your business. Now, you all up in this other relationship that ain't got nothing to do with this man. Now, you done broke up this happy relationship because your man ain't doo-doo. Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so now, why you got to call her? See, y'all so Check. busy with no. this woman code that the do. woman code didn't backfire because you miserable and unhappy. Now, your girl can't be happy because you trifling because you're going to tell her about her man. And then the lie, he must have been in the house hiding from me. Ain't nobody got to hide from you. You know why he ain't got to hide from you? Because he wasn't there. And you know why he wasn't there? Because he ain't had to be there because you stupid. And your man know you stupid. That's why he put the drunk girl in the boy's bed and knew you was gullible enough to believe it because he been sneaking chicks around on you the whole damn time. That's why you ran your ass in that house suspecting he had another woman over there. Because you know that's true. But you have been trying to have some relationship instead of a good relationship. And now you done messed up your girl's relationship. Ladies, mind your business. That's the other lesson in this. No, no, ain't no nice try, Shirley. See, you didn't want to say it because you be tripping. But that's the truth of the matter. This man's relationship with his girl is messed up over because she she want to believe what she saw because she don't want to believe what she felt. She walked in the house with the suspicion that the man was hiding a chick. Then when he found the chick, she she gullible and believed it. Ladies, mind your damn business. Nice try. It's not going to happen, but nice try. Okay, well, now guess what? Now now guess what? I'm going to tell you something else. See, when the truth come out, Mm -hmm. them two girls going to fall out. Right. Ah. You know it's not going to happen. All right. Uh, We got to move on, though. Okay. Why? Because you ain't like my answer? Your your answer was fine. I'm saying nice try. You know it's not going to happen. I agree with you. We should mind our own business, but it's not going to happen. You didn't mention it in your response. (laughs) I did. I told him to tell everything. (laughs) I said they're out for themselves. I did, Steve. You didn't hear Uh -uh. me. I did. She trifling. (laughs) Don't be trying to protect her, Shirley. Sometimes I don't state the obvious, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on uh, at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, you know what time it is. It's Junior Sports Talk time right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior. It's time for Shirley. Sports Talk. Yeah. Shirley, finally uh-huh. some sports we recognize. I we got know. basketball back. <laughs> Football start next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And now tennis is back. Tennis? tennis is back. They had the U.S. Open. It's owning cracking at the U.S. Open in New York. But uh, it's back, though. But there's nobody in the stadium. Ain't nobody. No spectators. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. No yeah. spectators right. at all. Everybody mm-hmm. is just trainers and coaches. That's all they got in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Venus and Serena Williams, they made their way back to the U.S. Open. Uh, mm-hmm. Our girl Coco yeah. Golf. Mm-hmm. Coco Golf was there. Uh, mm-hmm. She lost, but uh, she didn't advance. So Coco, we see next year, girl. 
Yeah, yeah. Coco Golf lost, man. Mm. Hey, dog, she young. She be she young. young. She, she can be at the French win. Open. She yeah. got this. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lesson. It's just a stepping stone. She gonna get it. That's uh, right. But, mm-hmm. but our girl mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka uh, honored Breonna Taylor by wearing a face mask with her name on it to the U.S. Open, wow. and Naomi won her match, man. Even in yeah. tennis, they still mm-hmm. protesting, man. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. that's Go wonderful. Ahead, Naomi. All that's the major. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It tennis. Oh, that's major. Tennis. Yeah, man. Because tennis don't normally get involved in nothing. Yeah, <laughs> very neutral. <laughs> no. Yeah. Jeez, I'm shocked. Yeah. No, they don't. Yay, uh, yay Naomi and yeah, but the, yay. Bre- no, the Williams real. sisters. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And they Coco. keeping Brianna's yeah. name out in the forefront. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. in basketball and now in tennis, man. Now, what's going to happen in the NFL? We just have to wait and see what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But we don't know yet. Uh, But Junior? What up? You, you ain't brought up that we in game seven that we lost the other night. You ain't brought that up. Oh, that th- no, why would I do for Uncle uh, Uncle Steve to just dog us? You think don't, I'm a Don't worry about my... him. Don't no, worry about no, him. Go ahead. Go ahead. I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they tied it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they tied it up. <laughs> Chris Paul then went to work. He did. Man. Oh, man. Here's another cool story, though. OKC. Original. Kings a comedy. Mm. I got eight of the shirts. I ordered them. Ain't none of them got thunder on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, speaking of Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, man, they got their uh, Super Bowl rings uh, the other night, man. They got the Super Bowl rings. But then that's also, big. Patrick Mahomes got engaged. Ooh, I know that's right, girl. girl. At the stadium. <laughs> Hurrying right there at his ceremony. I love that. What? Yeah. That's yeah, beautiful man. right there. You yes. get a ring too. That's yeah. how he did it. You know too he early, pimp. It's too uh-uh, early for him. No, it ain't that contract. He got do your thing, girl. Uh-uh, <laughs> Steve, don't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that, big dog. So, man, man, congratulations, you to, man. Man, you need to let that money ride for a little while. <laughs> Boy, you don't know things you're going to be able to do. God dog, Patrick. Uh-uh. I don't give a damn. They just got out of college. Boy, boy, uh-uh, take uh-uh. that half billion uh-uh. and yeah. let me show you something. Set a date. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, the family of Breonna Taylor is so upset about the shocking news that a plea deal was offered to her ex-boyfriend, Jamarcus Glover, to falsely name her as a co-defendant involved in an organized crime syndicate after she died. Can you believe this? What? Attorney what? Uh, Attorney uh, Benjamin Crump said that Brianna's family is losing confidence in Kentucky's authorities. The prosecutors claim that the plea deal was merely a draft whipped up in early negotiations, but Crump is not buying that. But here's a bigger question, okay? Why was Brianna Taylor ever named a co-defendant? She was a victim, okay? She had nothing to do with this. Kentucky's Attorney General Daniel Cameron still has not pressed any charges against the officers who killed Breonna Taylor. I don't understand why this is taking so long. This is like really forever. This it's is forever. Heartbreaking. It's yeah. heartbreaking. It really is. Now they're trying to uh, tarnish her name. Her, her name. After, That's after this her death. Is, listen to me. This is how all the police investigations go. 
This is not looking for evidence. They are putting their story together mm-hmm. to lessen to lessen the uh, fault of the police department. It's how they all protect them. All the DA has to do is bring the charges. They got enough okay. evidence. If you go to a grand jury of a jury of their peers, the 12 voting people, they'll tell you to bring charges. But they give the police time to concoct a story. They protect the police department. That's all it is. The facts is in. She was shot. The person you was looking for was in jail. They yeah, went there yes. with a no knock warrant and they killed her. The wrong. That's person. what happened. Executed. Yeah. Right. Plain clothes officers. That day. But but let me ask you this, Steve. How do we, as citizens, how do we put pressure on this? How do keep we do that? Pressure. Voting. Keep, keep, Listen yeah. to me. The, the, the way you can bring awareness. All of that's mm-hmm. true. The, the, the protest is awareness, never letting it out of the sight of the news. Mm-hmm. And we haven't been. But you have a chance to fix this. We can vote. Mm-hmm. Because voting determines who's in office, who your senator is, your congressman, who the your judges are, yes. who, the, mm-hmm. who the sheriff department is. You can you can you have a say so black folks. You are not in here at their beckoning whim. You have you are a voting block that is highly sought after. And if you go to the polls, you can lay claim. And then once you prove to them that black lives matter at the poll, then everything else gonna have to matter that's black. <laughs> it yeah. it it ends That's it. Vote. At, yes. That's it, Steve. That's it. What you're saying. See, Trump is saying that Biden becoming president won't calm the riots. You the president, calm them then. Exactly. Don't let this dude fake us, man, Mm -hmm. with what will happen if Biden. We're looking at what's happening and you the president. Deaths are over 180,000. We have over 6 million cases. We are 25% of the deaths in the world, 25% of the cases in the world, and we are 4% of the population. We have more people incarcerated than anybody in the world, and we get more black people shot, unarmed and innocent, than anywhere in the world. You the president of this mess here. And when you got the people in the street protesting, you won't even support peaceful protest. You just point to the violence and the rioting of the people that y'all put over there to start the mess. Mm-hmm. The agitators. Yeah. Man, come on. He Ain't acts like stupid he's here. not president. Like he's campaigning. Yeah, but like, you're the president currently. Yeah. Right For now, real. today. And For all real. this is under your watch. For real, yes. Carla. Like, like he on the outside watching yeah. it. Yeah. What yeah. is Biden gonna Side do? Lines. No, man. Yeah. What right. you gonna do? Right. Biden will not give you a safe America. I better be safer than the one you gave. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it, it wasn't this jacked <laughs> yeah. up under Obama. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Uh, coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. R. Kelly's lawyer is offering up details about the prison attack Kelly suffered oh, last month. 
Yeah. Attorney Stephen Greenberg says a fellow inmate stomped on R. Kelly's head while he was sleeping, apparently angered over the protest that was outside the prison that led to additional restrictions for the inmates inside. The man who attacked R. Kelly reportedly had the words F the feds tattooed on his face and had a pen with him that he apparently intended to use as a shank. Huh. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Prison ugly, man. Prison's an ugly place. That's what yeah. prison do, man. Yeah, you know. That's why we stay out of it. That is not what that is, man. The, the key is not to go. That's the key, not to no. go. Don't go. <laughs> I don't want him to get shanked, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, they they up in there, man. They, they Prison is one of the most non-rehabilitating places you can send a person. They ain't got no programs, man. They got a lot of evil, mad. They got a lot of mad people up in there. It's a lot of pent-up uh, anxiety in prison. It's a lot of people in there that's gotten unfair sentences. It's some people in there locked up for no reason. And there's some people in there that need to be in there. And he's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Sure. Thank you, Carla. Oh, sure. Wanted to say that. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> like a barbershop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday during Carla's music news segment, uh, she gave us a lowdown on the versus battle between Brandy versus Monica. That mm-hmm. was a huge battle, the biggest one. Ooh. So, Carla, who won? The culture. We won. Great <laughs> answer. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. The culture won. Thank you to both R&B divas. Uh-huh. There it is. Brandy That's and Monica. It. Loved mm-hmm. it. Yes. Bad girl. Oh. All right, right Carla. There. Great answer. I love that answer. So, uh, right now, right now, uh, not to be outdone, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, we have our own music battle mm. okay so today is casey haley of jodeci's birthday oh right? and we know how uh-huh you see mm-hmm. you heard it for yeah. yourself you know how much junior loves jodeci so our up. music yeah our music battle today is going to be junior versus our our very own resident singer songwriter Roscoe Wallace! Oh, yeah! Oh, 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 that's a battle oh, oh, right there, baby. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's up, Roscoe? It was going on, everybody. So happy to be back. Coming to just in time for a battle. It was battle. This one of them waiting on Timberland. Timberland and Real Be Switch Be. Wait on call me. And now we know the truth. Hey, what's up, little Junior? What's happening, Roscoe, my hero? What? My man, my, 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 yeah, and it means so much to me. Shout out to Casey. There's nothing more precious. Come on, boy. Than to raise a family. If there's any doubt in your mind, you can count on me. I'll never let you down. Lady, believe in me. Boom. There you go, Roscoe. Yo, come on, Roscoe. It's on you. you. But see, what you didn't know is I wrote that too. <laughs> <laughs> now you want to know how the song really go? Here it go. 
Now you done had my baby. <laughs> and you won't let me see. <laughs> when I done told you ain't nothing more precious than to let me raise a family. <laughs> oh, but I caught up on the child support. Yeah, and I dude. paid all the back dues. <laughs> now I'm coming through to see my baby. Come and on. I ain't got to even check with you. I took your ass to coat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. <laughs> and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. Now, don't forget, we are counting down the days. There are now 61 days left until the November 3rd election. It's getting serious, people. It is serious. Go now to register to vote if you aren't already registered. Go to vote.org. If you are registered, go on there to find out when early voting starts in your state. There's a lot of information you can get off voting vote.org. Okay? Please do this because we are serious about this November 3rd election. We are serious. No you jokes. Can't yeah, play. we can't. You can't yeah. sit this out. You can't hold no, your vote. No, 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 None no, 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 Mm-mm. no. No, because business. if you don't vote, it's a vote for Donald Trump. In four more That's years, true. it is. I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. All right. Oh, more years. Let me say this right here. All right. You know, um, I know that we've all said that we're going to stop being surprised at what Trump does. But I'm not gonna stop being surprised because I'm not going to normalize this uh, bad behavior. I'm not gonna make it okay for the President of the United States to not be presidential. I'm sorry, I'm just not. So I still can't believe that there are people, and this is hard, who are still on board with this type of person. I really can't believe that it's so many people flying Trump flags on trucks and cars in their yard and everything. But that is the country we live in. I can believe that. I've never had any other reason to believe any differently in my 63 years on earth. I didn't believe that I would ever see a black man be president in my lifetime, but I was wrong about that. Because God, at the birth of Barack Obama, had a whole nother plan from his inception. And he became the first African-American president for two terms. But this man that's in this White House right now, I can't believe that he went to Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is the hotbed of one of the big stories of the Black Lives Matter movement after the Black Lives Matter got started that went to Kenosha and did not mention Jacob Blake's name. Did not mention it, man. Ain't said nothing about it. I can't believe that these people have handcuffed this paralyzed man to his bed because they are doing that to act as though he was some type of criminal 
and which is going to justify them shooting this man in his back seven times. We're not going for none of this. I want you all to understand something else, too. Portland, which the president keeps saying is ablaze. It's a couple of fires, but the city is not ablaze. I want you to understand something. I want you to listen to how this man's campaign is trying to tell all of us how messed up America will be if Joe Biden becomes president. Can it be any more messed up? See, all this is on his watch, man. Y'all, wake up. Get to these polls and vote. If you want black lives to matter, you got to vote. Black lives matter when black lives count. That's the only way we're going to get this point across now. See, listen, so we've been protesting, and it's beautiful. We've been picketing, boycotting, marching. It's beautiful, and we got some help this time. It's a lot of non-African Americans out on them front lines. And in some cities, it's more of them than it is us. And for that, I'm really, really grateful. Because I see something I've never seen in my lifetime. I've never seen these many non-black people care about something on behalf of black people. So I'm okay with this. But can I point something else out to you that you might not have thought about? Turn the music down just a little bit, Dave. Watch this right here. Because I want you all to get this right here. Remember the slogan, make America great again. How's that working out? Do you see what he's done to make America great again? I told y'all, he trying to push back the clock. He trying to take it back to the time when he felt America was great again, when blacks was under control, when martial law could come into effect when you could just roll the troops in and stop all the rioting. That's his idea of making America great again. When police can do what they want to do, and instead of him supporting Black Lives Matter, he support Blue Lives Matter. That he don't even mention Aubrey, Floyd. He don't mention Jacobs. He don't mention Breonna Taylor. They're doing nothing to fix these people's injustice that was done to them that's causing the uproar in the streets in the first place. They done set some fires in Portland, man, and you ain't even addressing that. You're not even addressing why they're in the streets of Wisconsin. You don't even know why they were on the street in Washington, D.C. when you had all them cops and polices run all them people over and mace them and get them out the way so you could come over there and hold that Bible upside down and backwards. His promise was to make America great again. Do you see what he's done to this country? Listen, y'all, you got to vote. You got to stop playing with this man. He not going to believe you exist until we vote. You can put them 12 black people you want on on your uh, RNC, Republican National Convention, but we know what that was. That was just for show. You ain't got no black friends. You ain't got no black people in your cabinet. You got to go. Vote.org, period. Donald Trump should not be your president. Not for four more years. He got to go. We're going to vote you out, partner. 
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 